Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. This is Talk Radio and um, I think I think you'll be joining me in the feeling that I have this morning, which is the here we go again. It all starts all over again. Those brief few weeks that we've had of normal life where we just got on with things and somehow managed to muddle through with normal life without masks being mandated, uh, without uh, any restrictions on travel and the like other than Restrictions, obviously, for vaccinated people, which can unvaccinated people, which continue. We should never forget that. Um, but actually, life has been pretty normal for quite some time, despite all the doomsters telling us that it was a dangerous and unethical decision uh, to end lockdown rules back in July. Well, it wasn't, was it? Uh, because we haven't seen a big spike in cases. Uh, we haven't seen a big spike in hospitalizations or deaths to be concerned about. And yet. Here we go again with the new variant. Now, face masks will be mandatory in shops, in banks and on public transport from tomorrow. Face masks are mandatory. Well, mandatory. They've been, schools have been told in their guidance that pupils should and all visitors should wear masks in communal areas in schools from today. And those new travel restrictions, 10 African countries on the red list, PCR tests for all arrivals from all countries uh, from abroad and uh, a change from previous rules where you are required to stay into isolation until you've got your negative COVID test result back. Well, we're going to be talking about that, plus plenty of other stories as well throughout the morning. And joining me for the chat is Matthew Lash. He's head of research at the Anna Smith Institute and joins me in the studio. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Um, You were remarkably chirpy when you arrived in the studio this morning. I I have to say, I feel feel psychologically broken by this. And I I know so many people who do. Thank God, frankly, thank God for alcohol on Saturday night to get through uh, the the evening. Um, I genuinely feel I can't do this again. I can't keep battling this. I will. I will never be stopped from battling this. But but we just we're almost two years in and we're just starting the cycle all over again. How do you feel? Look, it does feel like Groundhog Day, looking again at the schedule. It's, it's like when I spoke to you in March 2020 and every, almost every every single uh, story on the front pages is, is about COVID again. But I, I think I think you're, you're right that this is frustrating, but we're not where we were in March 2020. Yeah. The, the key factor being, or even where we were in, in December 2020, 
20 either. The key factor being we do have vaccines. Now, we know the new variant to some extent is going to uh, escape the, the antibody immunity, but it's more likely than not we're going to still have a high level of community protection. Um, the government has taken this seriously, I think, without necessarily panicking, like some other countries are talking about entirely shutting their borders that Japan's already done. Um, it, it seems like to some extent that the restrictions brought in so far are, well, not ideal, not completely disproportionate. Like they're things we can well, live with. Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, uh, last week when they were saying, they announced you know, quite early on, look, we're going to have, uh, you know, a think of six countries initially are going to be on the red list uh, mm. just initially. And, and I was saying, look, um, we, we don't know. I don't think we should make assumptions that we, we, most new variants aren't a problem. But since May, we've not had a new variant of concern. This has been designated a variant of concern by the World Health Organization. Um, and yet some, some restrictions may be, may be worthwhile, or some checks, more, more testing of people arriving, one could understand. However, even the World Health Organization has said the travel restrictions don't serve anything. We've already got three Omicron cases in the UK. It's believed it was here before we kind of knew about it. Um, so, you know, once again, you know, closing the door after the, after the <laughs> horse was bolted. I mean, if Australia and New Zealand couldn't keep out Delta, and if this is a much more transmissible variant, then we're not going to be able to stop it transmitting. We haven't stopped it coming to our country. It's already here. If it is transmissible, it will spread, in which case there is no point having any of these restrictions. So it's, I mean, that either it's not more transmissible, it is not an issue, in which case we don't need the restrictions, or it is, in which case the restrictions won't work. Either way, logically... What's the point? Look, uh, it is probably more transmissible. I'm not completely fatalist. So the reason why you put out the border restrictions isn't to stop the spread, because you're completely right, it is going to arrive in the UK. What, what we can do is slow it down for a little bit. What's the point of that? Well, you can do what the government's talking about today, which is to do vaccine boosters for the whole population. They should have already been offered, but it, it's about time. Give, it gives you also some time to work on vaccine updates and the, the manufacturing and the regulatory approval um, in, in order to ensure when it does arrive in, in large numbers that we can protect the most vulnerable as quickly as possible. But again, the the most vulnerable are already already protected. They, they, the vast majority of them have had their booster. They've certainly been offered it. Um, if people have chosen not to have the booster, but they are vulnerable, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know what the hell that's got to do with whether I'm told to wear a face covering on the tube. It's, I'm sorry, that's not... With all due respect, that's not my problem. And it shouldn't. And this isn't a... I'm saying, oh, you're so selfish. It's not being selfish. It's about what are the reasonable restrictions that people who want to go about their daily lives, who are not fearful, who are not at high risk, what is the reasonable restrictions to ask of them? If other people choose not to have the medical treatment, and again, I, 100% it has to be a choice. But if you choose not to have that medical treatment, the vaccinations, we know they work, um, then, then I'm sorry... That's not my problem. And then we're told, oh, well, the hospitals will be overwhelmed. Well, the hospitals, the hospitals every single year are overwhelmed in January and, 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 they, and they cancel routine operations. It's quite a normal thing. It's where, you know, this won't be the first time. It won't be the last time. But, that's, but, but they would still do that whether or not they restricted other people's lives in daily life anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we know with much certainty yet whether or not this is going to be a more severe or less severe um, variant. They're, well, they're... We, we do have quite a lot of evidence that it's less severe. It is more transmissible, they believe, in South Africa. But, it, but all the cases they've had so far have either been asymptomatic or have had mild symptoms. Yeah, although it's a pretty small sample size. But I think we'll find out. We'll find out in the next couple of weeks whether or not the severity is slightly less or slightly more. I hope you're completely right. What I think, though, is the oh, most... No, no, I don't know. I, I'm yeah. just going on... I'm guessing... I'm going out on a limb here, people. I think that the doctors and the scientists who've been studying this and discovered this variant in South Africa 
there's a tiny possibility they might know more than the reporters on the BBC and Sky. Just throwing that out there. I mean, there's a risk, though, when it starts <clears> spreading <throat> to older, more vulnerable people, that, that even if they're vaccinated. Why is it? Because it's more transmissible. Yes. Because it's more but transmissible. But it's going to spread. If it is, this is my point, if it is more transmissible, then it's going to be transmitted and people will get it. It's probably better that people get it on the 29th of November than they get it on the 15th of January mm. when our hospitals will be full. What worries me the most, though, Julia, is just this sense in which we're, the government's never doing enough. The restrictions are never enough. The, yeah. as, as we saw in the, the press conference over the weekend, every single journalist oh, is pushing, for, basically, why why won't you cancel Christmas? Which It I really was, wasn't it? And then they could express concern about Christmas being cancelled, but they were pushing. There was not one question which said, what is the evidence... For the, for the measures yeah. that you have brought in. Yeah, and I, I think that there's a proportionate response. There's an ability to, to respond to this and say, there's obviously a risk from this variant. It is transmissible. We don't quite know what the danger ratio is. Whilst also saying, cancelling Christmas, bringing in more restrictions, ending people's um, freedoms and liberties without any due respect, which we know isn't going to do much because, as you've said, it will eventually spread anyway. All we can do is slow this down slightly, take it seriously, but not take yeah. it to the point but, of... So this is my point. Slowing nauseam. it down to when hospitals, no matter what, after Christmas, whether people have Christmas together or not, there is going there are going to be more cases. Every single year, January is when hospitals are under their most pressure. Mm. That's going to happen. So the argument that you should slow a variant down because it's more transmissible, to make sure that people get sick in the heart of winter instead of the start of winter, strikes me as 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 insanity. I mean, ideally, you push it a bit further. You push it a bit further back. Not gonna, but the only way you'd do that is if we were all in lockdown. Well, no. So, so what we're saying at that point is that, again, millions of perfectly healthy people at very, very low risk, probably many of whom have already had COVID, they should have their lives restricted because some people are at higher risk who have, who have not chosen to get the vaccine. Uh, no. I, mean, I, think, I say no. Yeah, I mean, I think the current measures will slow it down a bit. The, the fact that they yeah. have shut the border, which I think you agree is proportionate to, to some of these South African um, countries, does seem like a proportionate step to slow it down while we do the boosters, while we ensure border community protection, whilst we update the vaccines, which we know Moderna's doing and Pfizer's doing mm -hmm. and AstraZeneca and Oxford are doing, which actually makes me quite optimistic. Like, I, I think we have the technology now to be able to fight these variants without but, but taking away for me, all our liberty. For me, my preferred, my preferred choice would be that people were given advice. Look, there's this new variant we're not quite sure okay again i can i can live with again i think it's much harder for people who plan perhaps after two mm. years to actually see their loved ones the first time this christmas um i i think i'm not sure that that is reasonable um but I, you know okay does it affect so many people no but it does massively affect those who who, who are affected but some some precautions on traveling in and out of the country, some may, may be feel that is proportionate while we while we find out about how 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 this virus, this variant is transmitted and the effect of, of the of the jabs and things. But otherwise, it should be advice. Mm. So if you're at high risk, if you've not, if you haven't had your jabs, you should have your bad jabs. If you're eligible for your booster, if, you know, and you think you're, then you should get your booster. If you if you are particularly vulnerable, you really perhaps want to think about really quite limiting your social contact. Everyone else, you've been. We've told you the advice. There may be a high risk. We don't know yet, but we we're telling you the information. Then it, sh and then in a democratic liberal country, that's where it should stop. Look, I completely agree, and I think the government can give you some quite practical advice. They can say ventilation is yeah, still very meet important. Meet outside. Eat meet outside. If if you are vulnerable, don't don't use a cloth mask. Make sure you use a higher quality surgical or N95 mask. Well, um, not, not surgical. The, the blue ones. Sorry, that there. You may as well. You may as well have tissue paper. There, there's some level of effectiveness, but particularly. They're, they're, no, they really. <laughs> see, there really isn't. This is the thing. We're going to talk to Carl Hennigan, who knows his knows his marbles uh, after after seven o'clock. 
Um, if masks worked, you wouldn't see all the countries that have had mask mandates for months having a surge in cases. Germany, since January, has had a mask mandate, not just for the, the, the things that people wear here, but for the N95s, the medical grade mask, which uh, I, I'd seen evidence that suggested they, they really do work. I mean, certainly they're the masks that have been used, you know, on COVID wards and things like that. But, um, but they've, had that, they've had that mask mandate for 11 months now and they've got their highest COVID case rate. I mean, if those and Germans, I lived in Germany, Germans obey rules. I mean, you know, I mean, they if you think, oh, you got on a bus now and half the people aren't wearing a mask. No, no. In Germany, they'll all be wearing a mask. Trust me. I mean, they, they are. I mean, they don't even cross on the on the little red man when there's no traffic. They are. They are rule obeyers. Um, there are problems with this, by the way, with Germany. But there we are. But but the idea then, that, oh, well, it's the mask that will make the difference. They won't. And I'll tell you why I know they won't. Well, A, because most people are working in number 10, in fact, no, has, ever, has worn a mask ever, uh, unless the canvas are on them. Last night, on the night that it was slipped out, not even announced in the Sunday morning shows, it was slipped out that the Department for Education was telling all schools that all secondary school pupils in communal areas should be, should be wearing masks as of today, not even waiting until Tuesday, but as of today. Nadim Sahawi, the Education Secretary, for whom I, I mean, I've got a lot of respect. His vaccine uh, work, deployment work was superb. He was at a teaching awards ceremony last night. There were loads of photos. N teachers, the day before children are going to be required to wear a mask. No one wearing a mask. No social distancing. All up on the stage. All, I mean, and, and there was the Education Secretary. It's such, it is, it is, it is mask COVID theatre. And it is hypocrisy of the highest order. No rules being broken. But it's still hypocritical, isn't it? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of hypocrisy when it comes to masks. I think the one that hurts me the most is is when you're at an event. And in fact, I've been to events in Westminster recently where all the staff who are serving are required oh, to wear masks. I hate it. But the but the people who are actually socialising aren't required to wear masks. I mean, I'm not a fan of mask mandates Social what, what, whatsoever. I do think for someone who's vulnerable, you might want to make an extra effort to wear a mask. I mean, it is going to, on the margin, provide you some protection. It's not 100% effective and, and COVID can still Listen, spread. Maximum 10% and even that is a question mark. Yeah, I mean, but if, if you're someone who's ultra vulnerable, it might be reasonable for you want to want to wear a mask and the government can advise that. This is this is what but it means. You know, if you want to wear a mask, yeah. that's fine. You, yeah, can yeah. Wear, you can cover your face till the end of time. You can wear a balaclava, I don't care. <laughs> you just don't have the right to tell me to wear one. But there we are. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Don't forget to catch me live tomorrow morning from 6.30 on DAB, Smart Speaker and online at talkradio.co.uk. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.